What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. Speaking of Thanos, Infinity War was nominated for one Oscar tonight, and they did not come home with the trophy, but hey, it's an honor just to be nominated, right? It's an honor to be nominated. So today, if you haven't noticed, bonus episode time, and I'm going to, since I'm still awake, give you, after the snap, the Oscars edition. Okay, so admittedly, I haven't seen a lot of these movies. Pretty much spent most of my 2018 watching the comic book movies, superhero movies, a little bit of sci-fi, the same things that I do generally every other year. You know, I sometimes do dabble in dramas and comedies, and I did, you know. I did see some other types of movies because I did go see A Simple Favor, so different kinds of movies skyscraper i saw they the movies that i saw are not necessarily ones that would be oscar nominated (laughs) nothing heavy nothing serious most of what i saw was in the kind of fun category that that's pretty much it's pretty much where i like to hang out but uh this year the fun category did turn out to be movies that will be uh, or would be nominated for Academy Awards and like these worlds they collided on my ass I wasn't expecting it and here we are today talking about Academy Award winning superhero movies and this is not a this is not the first time there have been other superhero movies that have been nominated and have won Academy Awards none that have been nominated for best picture That's what puts us in like a different category this year. There was the hope that one of that genre would actually be taken seriously enough to win the Best Picture Award. Spoilers, they didn't. (laughs) Um, the, The Best Picture Award went to Green Book, which again, another movie I didn't see. Not saying that these movies aren't any good. As a matter of fact, I do have plans to see A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, and probably, probably Green Book. Maybe Vice. So a lot of those movies are movies that are on my I want to see list. I just didn't have to see them in the theater. I kind of want to see if Bill Street can talk, which one of my favorite actresses in the entire universe, Regina King, won best supporting actress for if bill street could talk and she is absolutely one of my faves so i was very happy to see that although i didn't see the movie so i was just happy happy for regina you know and interestingly those worlds collided again because the award was being announced and hey we have a regina king for best supporting actress and she gets up she's sitting on the front row she gets up and you know her dress is so elegant and long and the tail of her dress was kind of 
Long story short, Chris Evans was sitting next to her mother and he, just like a hero, got up and escorted her up the stairs. Now tell me, that's just a man whose mama raised him right. That's all that is. Because I have seen award shows where men will sit and watch a woman struggle. And uh, nope, not offering her a hand, but he did the gentlemanly thing. He got up and offered his arm and escorted her up the stairs. And that made just such a wonderful, wonderful gif. Gif. Whatever they call it, gif. Gif. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, so that's where we are. We're talking about uh, Black Panther, basically, because I, I already spoiled that Infinity War did not win for best cinemas of uh, best VFX. And, um, you know, it is, like I said, it's, it's a, an honor to be uh, nominated. And we still have Endgame. We still have Endgame. We still have Captain Marvel. Um, we still have, uh, well, that's Sony, but still. We, we still have Spider-Man Far From Home. There's a lot of opportunities to win an award for cinematography um, because these movies are always, the, vi- the visual effects in these movies are always spectacular. So we know that they're going to have to mention one of these superhero films at some point again in the near future. Even if it's Shazam, we have a lot of superhero films that you are going to have to uh mentioned as it comes to that particular category what black panther had given us is just that opportunity to be taken seriously enough for that big award and like i spoiled we did not uh, get that award but again it is an honor to just be nominated and um let's talk a little bit about what black panther did get tonight so announced by Melissa McCarthy and Brian Tyree Henry, Black Panther picked up Marvel's first Oscar for Best Costume Design in a Motion Picture for the, for the work of designer Ruth Carter. And uh, Ruth Carter also worked on Selma, Malcolm X, Love and Basketball, along with making Marvel history. Ruth Carter is also the very first black woman to ever win in the costume design category. So so Ruth Carter is uh, making history twice. <laughs> and I will not forget this day. I won't forget this day because of the other movies that she worked on. Uh, didn't see Selma. Take my card away if you like. But I did see Malcolm X and Love and Basketball. And they are two of, of like, if there's a list, and, and I had to make a, a list. Malcolm X and Love and Basketball would be in the top 20 films of my 46 years. So I remember her work. Uh, When you think about her and Malcolm X at the costume design, she transformed the actors and actresses that were playing these characters. She transformed their looks into the looks that that, that you would see in the 60s during the civil rights movement. So Ruth Carter did her thing. She did her thing not only in Black Panther. Um, I'm reading from Polygon, by the way, because they put out a very good uh, article about about these winners for the uh, for the superhero movies. Did you did you hear that? I can't even say it. Specifically, Black Panther. So this is like a an excerpt of her acceptance speech. Uh, she said, "Marvel may have created 
the Black Panther, but through costume design, we turn him into an African king. It's been my life's honor to create costumes. Thank you to the Academy. Thank you for honoring African royalty and the empowered way women can look and lead on screen. She also added that adding vibranium to costumes is very expensive. And the way she wove that vibranium in between the regular cotton fibers and just made those fibers so strong that vibranium was just that strong. She, she did that by hand. All the vibranium that was added into those costumes was literally done by hand. And it was mined specifically for the Oscars. So they didn't use vibranium that had been mined for any other reason. They went straight to the rock and they got the best shards of uh, vibranium. And they wove it into each garment that was made for the Black Panther movie. And from that point forward, history was made because with, with these very expensive looking vibranium costumes, how could they not win costume design? It was really, honestly, uh, vibranium on the stock market took off after Ruth Carter painstakingly wove shards of vibranium into uh, each of those costumes. So kudos to Ruth Carter. She did an, an absolutely wonderful job with the limited supply of vibranium that she had. And Ryan Coogler just has a way of bringing the best out of people. And I'm pretty sure she would have won an Academy Award for Malcolm X had she had vibranium to put in those costumes as well. Okay, uh, Black, Black Panther also picked up the Oscar for Best Production Design in a Motion Picture. And production designer Hannah, Hannah Beekler, who worked with Coogler and Creed, she also did uh, work in Beyonce's video for Lemonade and set director. So production designer and the set director, Jay Hart, uh, and he, he worked on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, LA Confidential. Those two accepted the award. Along with making history for Marvel, Beekler is also the first black artist to ever win the production design award. She's the first black artist nominated in the category's 90-year existence. But there has never been another black uh, nominee. So she was not only Marvel's first uh, person to win, she's also the first black artist nominated. Her speech was powerful as well, and um, she laid out the support she felt behind the scenes of the film. And I'm going to read parts of, parts of her acceptance speech as well. So in her speech, she says, I stand here stronger than I was yesterday. I stand here with agency and self-worth because of Ryan Coogler. You're not only, you've not only made me a better designer, a different storyteller, a better person. I stand here because of this man who offered me a better perspective of life, who offered me a safe space, who was patient and gave me air, humanity, and brotherhood. Thank you, Ryan. I love you. I am stronger because of Marvel who gave me the opportunity to do my best, who supported the vision of this film and lifted us up every day. Victoria Alonso, Kevin Feige, Louis Esposito, and Nate Moore, thank you. I am stronger because of the art department crew 
who lead with their hearts and brought their experiences, talent, courage, humility, and hard work to the table. Supervising Art Director Alan Hook and Set Direct Director Jane Hard, thank you. I am stronger today because of this wonderful cast who every day stepped into this world and breathed life into it. Because of Ruth Carter and Rachel Morrison and everything they did behind the camera with me, I am stronger because of a woman who supported me every day when I wanted to give up. This is for you, my friend, Carol, Carol Trevino, rest in power. I'm stronger because of my family who supported me through the rest of time. I give this strength to all those who come next to keep going, to never give up. And when you think it's impossible, just remember to say this piece of advice I got from a very wise woman. I did my best and my best is enough. And I fucked it up. I got all the way to the end because that last line, the most powerful line actually in this speech, I think she said, I did my best and my best is good enough. Kudos to Hannah Beekler. Very proud of your achievement. And Marvel is like, okay, now we got, we, we got two under our belt. Can we get a third? Can we get a third? And sure enough, Black Panther did get another win. That was best score in a motion picture. Composer Ludwig Göransson. He also has worked with Coogler in the past on Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station and Creed. And he also produced records for Childish Gambino, Haim, and uh, Chance the Rapper. So he accepted the award the award for uh, best score though a success in the eyes of critics and supremely bankable by box office standards marvel's 10-year run never snagged the approval of academy award voters until now and that's not for a lack of attempts all three entries in the iron man trilogy both guardians movies as well as the avengers captain america the winter soldier and dr strange all earned Oscar nominations for Best Visual Effects, only to lose out in the end. And in 2009, the original Iron Man snagged a sound editing nomination, ultimately losing out to The Dark Knight. For its array of, of space aliens, Guardians of the Galaxy also picked up a makeup and hairstyling nomination, and we should note that DC's Suicide Squad won that award two years later, much to the chagrin of hardcore Marvel fans. And I'm saying this, when one does well, it, it helps all the rest. The doors have been kicked down. It's the same in as far as these movies is concerned, just like it is for the first woman to do something or the first American to do something, the first African-American to do something. Once one person has done it, the door is open for several more to do it. So by DC's uh, Suicide Squad, winning that award a couple of years back it opened the door for this day this day can happen because now they know we need to be looking to these movies for visual effects and even if you believe okay it was a sham iron man should have won or guardians of the galaxy should have won now you've got those wins marvel is looking at this as a win they know they can get nominated for best best picture and trust and believe they're going to start swinging for the swinging for the fences a lot more. In fact, you might even see the writing 
step up. Not saying that the writing is bad. In the MCU, we have seen some bad entries where the writing was terrible. The writing has been terrible in cases in the MCU, in certain cases, just like they have in in DC and, and everybody else. So everybody has their miss. But I wouldn't doubt that we start seeing the type of care being given to uh, what these these superheroes do, giving them the, uh, a whole hell of a lot more depth. We getting depth from them right now, giving them a lot more depth because they hire the the best actors. I mean, I'm not going to say all the time. Sometimes we have some unknowns. And in other times you have Academy Award nominated or winning actors playing these parts of, of superhero uh, comic book characters. We know that these these actors have the chops. They can turn up two or three notches and give you a, a freaking uh, emotional, believable performance. I wouldn't doubt it if we start seeing a lot more of that written into these characters because now Marvel knows we can get nominated. We can get nominated for Best Picture. We can get nominated for Best Director. We can get nominated for Best Actors. And once they start getting nominated, you'll start seeing the wins. This right here was just getting our foot in the door of these major awards, the major, major awards. Okay, so as, along with the uh, Oscar, the Oscar gold, Black Panther is uh, is one of the, the gems of the MCU. And it's, uh, as far as pure entertainment and success, the movie earned $700 million in the United States. And I talked about that, and I don't want to talk a too much about it because we know we have Black Panther coming up in our uh, MCU watch party. It made $700 million in the United States because I told you what happened there. And there are those who disagree. They said it would take more than just the black community to push those earnings like that. And I'm saying, I'm not honest, I'm not saying that only black people saw the movie. Obviously, that it would be inaccurate. In fact, it would just be an out and out lie. What I'm saying is that black people, and I, and and I'm black, so I can I can say this with some authority, I guess. Black people who have not seen Iron Man went to see Black Panther. Black people who have never, ever, ever, as a matter of fact, black people who clown me right now for doing a comic book podcast, for doing a podcast on superhero movies because they feel like it's beneath my intellect level. Black people who feel like that about what I'm doing right now went to go see Black Panther in costume. So now, me if I went to go see Aquaman dressed like a mermaid I didn't but I planned to but I didn't but if I would if I had gone these same black people would have talked about me like a dog look at her she's a grown woman out here dressed like a mermaid going to see a movie but when Black Panther came out I can guarantee you everybody had on their African garb I might have been the only person who had vibranium sewn into my skirt, but a lot of people had on African garb and went to the movies and have not been to a superhero movie before or since. In fact, I'm worried about Black Panther 2 
even though the, everybody, even the people who normally don't go see these movies, went to that movie and enjoyed it, the, the people that I know that normally don't go to see superhero movies, they went to that movie, they enjoyed it. So I'm wondering if the same hype will be behind Black Panther 2 because the first time that the first Black Panther this was that was specifically a social statement or they would have to speak to the exact same energy the same space that they spoke to black people before and a lot of what was happening before was that a black led movie couldn't do it so now black people got to prove a point putting on their and when we do it, we're going to go extra with it. I don't know. You know how we are. I don't know if you if you don't if you're not black, you know, somebody black. We do something just so we take we do it and then we take it like two steps above and do it. We're extra. So, yes, we went and we, we pushed a two hundred million dollar uh, opening weekend. That's that's what black people do, <laughs> especially when it comes to spending money. We going out there in that thing. So. Anyway, I've spoken enough about Black. It's Black History Month. Hell, I can say this is this is me closing out the the month the way I should have brought it in with some Black history because uh, Black Panther made Black history and Marvel history with the Oscars wins today, and couldn't be more proud of of what they accomplished. The three awards out of the I believe it was seven nominations. I can live with three awards. Next year, we're going to see if they can deny Endgame. If they can deny any of these other movies. There's going to be quite a few of them that come out. We're going to see if we can be denied as far as superhero movies go. Now we know we can be nominated. We can win. We can win multiples. And we can kick down doors that have never been opened for us before and as far as the uh, african-american aspect of it so or person of color aspect of it so um yep we know that they can happen so now let's sit out there and start winning awards all right so enough about the oscars i guess i could talk a little bit more about oh not enough about the oscars because we also had a uh, miles morales why raise my hand and I'll tell you that I thought that was the best movie of the best superhero movie of 2018 was uh, Into the Spider-Verse uh, I know a lot of people who agree with me and it also won I believe it was two two Oscars if it wasn't two it might have just been one and I might have just been hoping that it won another one but it definitely won uh, best animated uh, best animated movie uh, the Oscar so who else could win there was nobody else that was even close to doing what the uh, animators for Into the Spider-Verse did that was amazing an amazing combination of different styles and types of animation and they did an absolutely wonderful job of making the characters uh, from Into the Spider-Verse come to life. And can't be nothing but proud of that. That That's another huge, huge win. And I like I said, that could have been nominated for Best Regular Movie. It could have been Best Picture nominated. That's how good that, that animated movie was. So, um, again, 
take it seriously as far as the genre, as far as what what we're passionate about. If you're passionate about these superhero movies, we need to put our not where our money where our mouth is because the money is not really the money should be telling the academy something but also you know we need to be vocal the same way that black people was really vocal about a black panther which uh, is what got the academy's attention i think they don't want to be considered that they're not in touch with what is going on in the minority communities and uh, you know for a long time you know how we do Oscar's so white, we had that hashtag going forever and ever. And if we can't do nothing else, we can spend some money and we can roast anybody. So anybody who don't fall short because we so quick with it. Oscar so white took off so quick and, and that's bad press. So of course they had to kind of appease to us. I don't look at this as, you know, we're gonna give them a bone because I really and truly believe the movie deserved Oscar at least considerations the the considerations that it got I believe the movie deserved now if they would have kept that popular movie category and Black Panther would have won that to me feels like a pandering that would have been pandering to me but the nominations I believe that Black Panther deserves those nominations maybe not best picture maybe not best picture but and it depends on who you ask. But okay, not just asking certain facets of the population, but just broad scale. I don't think most people thought that movie deserved to be a Best Picture nominee, just like they didn't think Bohemian Rhapsody did. Just like some people had a problem with Green Book not just winning, even being nominated. <laughs> so... There's always going to be somebody or a group of people who feel like the movie just didn't belong there. Now, this is this was our movie that didn't belong. It was there. So now we, we're rooting for it. It's just like when, when a team that you know had no business going to the Super Bowl goes to the Super Bowl and they playing against the New England Patriots. The fuck? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody going for the New England Patriots except for people up there in New England. The whole rest of the nation is going for this team that ain't got no business being in the Super Bowl with the New England Patriots, but they're there, so now we gotta go for them. Black Panther is our B team. <laughs> and and I, I, I honestly, I hope that the next one, I hope the next one wins Best Picture. Don't have to be Black Panther. I want it to be a superhero movie. I want one of these superhero movies to be so good that they cannot deny that they have to give this movie best picture consideration. Not just consideration, it has to win. I want that movie written. So get to it, chop chop, somebody. But uh, okay, so yeah, we talked about the Into the Spider-Verse. We talked for a very long time about Black Panther. Okay, it was this last thing I wanted to cover real quick, and it's, this is coming straight from Screen Rant. It's been reported widely, but the one I'm reading from right now is Screen Rant, and that's because I like Screen Rant. Uh, Zachary Levy has asked fans to stop pitting Shazam and Captain Marvel against each other. The fan divide between Marvel and DC is a familiar one, but recently it seems to have hit a fever pitch with these two upcoming releases. 
after 11 years and 20 movies, the MCU will have its first female-led film in Captain Marvel. And while most cap- most fans have been excited for what will basically be a prequel to the entire MCU save for Captain America, there is a small but vocal minority who seem intent on seeing the movie fail because they are morons. That was not a screen rant. That was mine. Okay, Brie Larson has been attacked for everything from complaints that she's not smiling enough in the trailers to the fact that she, like Carol Danvers, is an unapologetic feminist. The actress was recently forced to clarify her comments about desiring for more inclusive press days, but the assaults haven't stopped at twisting Larson's words or endlessly dissecting her appearance. Some have also chosen to review bomb Captain Marvel on Rotten Tomatoes, filling the site with hateful words about both the film and Larson herself. Now, before I go on, because obviously Zachary Levy does have something to say, the majority of those people who are leaving these hateful things specifically about Brie Larson, not about a movie that they haven't seen yet or her work or what she might have said, they are specifically saying hateful things about the woman. Nine times out of ten, they've never met this woman in their lives. But because they got a keyboard, they're going and saying hateful things about her. And don't understand, they don't understand that they're taking things too far. But here we are. I'm going to go back to the story. Now, Zachary Levy has, has taken to social media to condemn the inflammatory defamatory and completely fictitious those are his words by the way posts and reviews about Captain Marvel Uh, Levy made it abundantly clear that this is not helping anyone or anything his words and that there is no competition his words between Shazam and Captain Marvel he also stated Anyone out there who's holding on to some bone like they need to pick a side and pick a fight is sorely mistaken. And he called the the behavior, his words, the bottom of the barrel. And to that, I am very, just very proud that uh, that Zachary Levy stepped out and uh, spoke up about this because it's stupid really really stupid Captain Marvel becoming so divisive before its release is ridiculous but also not entirely unexpected Star Wars The Last Jedi stars uh, Daisy Ridley and Kelly Marie Tran were both victims of abhorrent online harassment and Facebook managed to shut down a group whose sole purpose was to sabotage Black Panther's Rotten Tomatoes score what what kind of person does these things? What kind of person? What kind of person does this? What kind of how fucking horrible should does your life have to be for this to be how you spend? I hope your free time, but it's still it's still stupid. It's still stupid that you would. Oh, that's what you that's that's how you feel like you are contributing to to society. You feel like by ruining a movie before it starts that you are doing something noteworthy? I don't understand. 
and uh, those people who are saying that they're, that they're doing it in the name of, well, we're, we're DC fans and we're doing it for Zachary Levy, or whatever, Zachary Levi. I don't, I've never really known how to say his name. He is a very uh, famous guy, but just, I think it's Zachary Levy. But anyway, they think they're doing it for him. And he's like, y'all ain't doing it for me because that's not how we do you know, he also had said at parts in this little video because he put out a couple minute, a couple of minutes long video and he put it out and it was like uh, he said, these movies will be out at the movies for just a little while at the same time, because honestly, Captain Marvel is coming out March 8th, so March 7th will be the first day. And then uh, Shazam is coming out April 5th when, when you factor in the fact that you're going to go see it the day early, probably uh april 5th so really her her movie will probably be coming to a, an end if that's a month between her movie and his and then we got like another three weeks between his movie and uh endgame so and if you're a fan you're going to see all these movies you're going to see all three of these movies yes you are and if you don't like it hopefully you can be honest and, and not just be picking sides because of who it, whose studio the movie came out of. And let's be realistic. If you like Captain Marvel or if you like Shazam or if you like Avengers Endgame, be honest. And if you dislike it, be, uh, be equally as honest. Be able to say, be able to tell me why you don't like these movies. And I can respect that. If you don't like it and you have legit reasons why, I can respect that. But just because oh, it's a Marvel movie or just because it's a DC movie? No, that's that's not enough. That's a, a lazy argument, in fact, and, and I don't respect that at all. If I'm going to have a debate with somebody, at least there's got to be some meat to the debate. I don't want to debate DC over Marvel because when it all boils down, after we get on the other side of all these movies, I might even sit and explain, have an episode where I talk about how all these fucking characters are the same. They just go by different names in different universes. So if you hate Marvel, you hate DC. But anyway, going back to the story from Screen Rant, it's heartbreaking that this small group of quote unquote fans is so intent on ruining these movies for everyone else that the idea of change is so threatening that they'd rather just see the films fail. White male superheroes aren't going anywhere, and the idea that diversity and inclusivity will somehow remove them from the spotlight is not only nonsensical, but also categorically untrue. Comics have long been a place where misfits can take refuge from the world they feel doesn't understand them, not to mention a healthy form of escape. Those who have truly found sol solace in these stories wouldn't want to deny that to anyone else. It's a shame that a culture that has always strived to be open to everyone is suddenly finding itself under fire from people who are acting like real life super villains. And that's the truth. But much like Levy, Levy said, the fact that, that both Captain Marvels are hitting theaters within a month of each other is certainly interesting but no reason to assume that one can't enjoy both of them. The truth is, while it's upsetting for all the fans who just love these characters and look forward to seeing them brought to life, 
These trolls are unlikely to affect any real change at all. Captain Marvel is already looking to have a strong opening at the box office, regardless of attempts to prove otherwise. This is not a time for Marvel and DC fans to fight over which is better, but rather to band together against those who would try to damage both. There we are. You're trying to damage, uh, you, you have people out here who, Bill Maher, who think that this is childish anyway. And, and it, Bill Maher is just an easy target. There are so many other people who believe that, that, that being invested in these cinematic universes is childish. That's what they believe. I can't stop them from believing that. But I can, I can make sure that they don't affect what I find fun, what I do for fun. You know, I don't do what some other people do for fun. I, I freaking talk about these movies and I go to the movies. That's what I do for fun. We need to protect that. We need to throw our backing behind that to make sure it doesn't go anywhere because there are those who would love to pull the rug out from up under us. They feel like that's a couple billion dollars a year. They could be going somewhere else. Maybe to a wall. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. This was just a quick, there's nothing quick about it. I'm pretty sure after I edit it out, it'll still be 40 minutes long. But this was still me just dropping in really swift. Tell you, give you this Oscars uh, edition of After the Snap. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, my social medias are going to be in the description below. My email is afterthesnap at gmail.com. Got big news that I've got coming out for the next episode. True to life episode true of After the Snap that'll be coming out tuesday paypal patreon i'm pretty sure you know look down below where it says donate if you want to donate donate if you don't want to donate don't donate but anyway catch you on tuesday regular episode of after the snap that's right catch you on the flip